Des, can you just quickly say I'm Desiree Squat, well, Squat or Scott, if you want, whatever you want to call yourself. I'm Desiree Scott, and this is the Just Snacks podcast for Just Women's Sports. Was that correct? <laughs> the Snacks podcast for Just Women's Sports. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Desiree. <laughs> Desiree. I just want to let you know I called her Desiree Squats. You started this trend. <laughs> this is Snacks Podcast. Okay. We got We're it. losing okay. it. We're losing it. I'm Desiree Scott, and this is the Snacks Podcast for Just Women's Sports. <laughs> you nailed it, Desi. Mm. It's so good. Mm. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lynn Williams. That was not excited enough. Okay. Okay, take two. My friend Samantha says, <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Lewis, and this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some soccer stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. So, Lynn, what's new since the last pod? Well, I was just saying this to you yesterday, but it is still true today um, that me and Sam's rehab times do not align anymore so we haven't been driving together to training and so I feel like I haven't seen you even though I literally see you every single day I know Lynn and I not only see each other at training every single day but we basically also hang out after training every single day but we feel distant disconnected a little bit we feel disconnected a little bit it's so much so that the first time in the day that I see her I will tell her like the randomest minuscule detail about my life. And everybody who hears it is probably like, why did Sam need to report that so urgently to Lynn? It's literally like Lynn, I was driving here and that song came on. Yeah, I know. You were like, like, you have like, cool. That's so amazing. Yeah, I know. know. It's so weird. I just feel like that time I spent with you or we spent together. I don't know. It was like a long time. Like driving to training is like 20 minutes. And then driving to lift was like another five minutes. I don't know. I just felt like we I agree. hung out. I agree. I don't like it, but we'll probably be back together at some point. Yeah. But speaking of that and rehab, because our times are different now, <laughs> I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Uh, I know we're literally being like, we don't see each other enough. We see each other three times a day for hours. I know we literally do everything together. I don't know what's happening. Remember um, the other day. So the other day we got um, like dips and chips to go hang out by the pool. And while we were at the grocery store, Sam was like, I'm making BLTs for dinner. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I hope she's inviting me. And in her head, she was like, oh, I'm planning dinner for the both of us. Well, yeah, like we were going to the food store together for to like hang out for the day. And I think you were just like, yeah, we're going to get like chips and dip. And I was like, okay, like we'll do BLTs. Yeah. And then later in the day, I was like, okay, like, should we go make dinner? And Lynn was like, oh, like, do you have enough for me and Marley? And I was like, yeah, like, what do you mean? Do I have enough? Like, I've been planning this whole thing all day for us three. Well, I just didn't want to assume, but yeah, I was like, thank God. Cause I didn't plan anything. And I was banking on your BLTs and they were delicious. Yeah. They came out pretty good. I think what I would have said is I think the baguettes were like a little hard mm. and I think it was either because I cooked it too much or I didn't cook it enough. 
Did you do the spray thing in the oven? I did, but you're the the other time we did that where we spritzed the oven before we like toasted a, a whole baguette a little bit. Uh-huh. That one was a little softer and moister. Moister is a word. I knew it. I knew it. So we're, who knows? We're learning. It was a little hard. It was a little bit of an adjustment that we could what, make for the next time, but. Was it the same baguette? No. Mm. I, I thought mine was going to be better, but turns out yours was better. Speaking of baguettes, I'm I, making, a, I'm making, you were going to say this. Well, I know this was a big thing in another season of ours where like I had to make good transitions to the next subject. I don't know if the listeners will recall, but we were calling me the queen of transitions and I was always saying, speaking of blah, blah, blah. And then I'd move on. So speaking of baguettes, I'm making a sourdough starter. I'm on day six. And I'm going to make little daughters from it and give it out to my friends so they can have their own sourdough starters to make sourdough breads. And it will take me three days. Then I will have my own bread. Is that correct? It can be correct. Yes. It's a very, I'm learning this bread making is a very, what's the word, Lynn? Hard. Creative process. Mm. I was reading somewhere that if you took a sourdough starter from Kentucky and you brought it here, it would be a different, it would taste different because the yeast in the air is different here. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's fascinating. I know. I think it's so fascinating. I literally just mixed bread flour and water and I've let it out, sit out on the counter. I've added to it. I've thrown a little bit away. I've added to it. And it's alive. (laughs) It's bubbling and it's growing. And I didn't add anything else. And Pat was just like, yeah, it's eating the flour, the new flour when you add it in the new water and it's alive. And I'm like, but when did it become alive? And just all the bacteria from the air goes into it and makes it be alive, which is freaky. I know, but I'm thrilled. So we're on day six. So tomorrow, big day. I'm going to take 150 grams out and make it a loaf. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to feed it again. And then the next day, I think I'm going to take 150 grams out for you and Hammy and write you guys instructions on Thank how goodness. to proceed. Thank goodness. Cause you know, I'm going to mess that up real bad. Well, I'm going to write you very explicit instructions. Thank you. I need to go get some flour. I think step one. Yes, but I will give you enough to get started. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because um, you are my daughter. No, I am not. Well, you will have my starter daughter. You you will have my children. Yes. Um, Also, Pat cooked us amazing lamb and made a side salad, I think. What was it? What would you call that little thing that he made? A salad? With the fennel and the grapefruit? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'd call it a little salad, but there was no greens in it. It was fennel and like grapefruit and orange. Yeah. And I don't know, he gave me a bite of the fennel at the beginning. And I was like, ew, this isn't going to be good. And then it like absorbed, like, and got softened by like the acid and the juices from the fruits. And it was like, it ended up being so good. I know. Remember when we were talking about it and we were like, what is this? And he was like, fennel. And we were like, isn't that stuff tastes like black licorice? And he was like, yeah, but we were like enjoying it. I know it was crazy. I know the lamb was, well, I don't really like lamb that much. I'm kind of weird when it comes to the meat department, but everybody else said the lamb was amazing. He made steak and then like a, a mint cilantro 
sauce. Yeah, he was calling it a salsa verde, but it was kind of like a chimichurri. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was very good. And then I will just hype myself. I made a white bean salad with cucumbers and tomatoes and a dressing that Pat made. So really, I just chopped up some vegetables and dumped a can <laughs> of beans in there. But you came up with the idea. And by no, came up I with it, I, I know that's what I was going to say. But you read that cookbook and then you said, I'm going to make this. And I'm making the sourdough starter. Pat has not helped me at all. That's impressive, actually. Thank you. Um, I also just wanted to note that here at the apartment complex, they had a little like pool party and there's going to be a DJ. And then me and Marley just went downstairs for, I guess, happy hour. And there was Chipotle burrito. So we got some. Go Lynn and Marley, just hitting up the apartment for food. I love it. It was so fun. Yeah. There's also selling things out there. I was like, wow. Like bikinis, like what? bikinis. Where'd you get, where'd you get that bathing suit? Oh, I got it at, oh, I was about to say our apartment complex please, address. Please don't, please don't do that. Oh, that was funny. Um, the other thing that we did this week that was fun was the, the team went to bar K and we all brought our dogs and we are doing it because we are having dog themed game this weekend to inspire everybody to adopt dogs from the local shelter. Yes. And this has nothing to do with that, but we went to Barquet and I got Finn a cup of beef stew and Lynn fed it to him out of her two bare cup hands. hands, out of her two cup hands like this. And I held him up over the fence because you weren't allowed to have unleashed dogs in the food area. Could have brought him on the leash, I think, but we didn't bother. And he ate the whole beef stew and he got beef stew all over his beard. And it was so cute. And it was all in my hands and I was having a great time. Yeah. It was a special, special moment. Barke is so fun. Like, I know. I know we've mentioned this before, like, but I don't even have a dog and I was having a great time. I, I know. Playing with all the dogs. I know. It was so fun. It was amazing. And we had lemonades oh. and Finn had the time of his little life. Yeah. He, he was the happiest dog. I think he, he probably had the most energy of all the dogs. <sighs> he is just the light of your life. An icon. <laughs> okay. Transitioning. So just keep listening because we keep, I keep telling you to not listen, but I want you to keep listening. They know what to do. <laughs> Everybody. We are so excited to bring on today's guest. I wrote an intro this week. She's our teammate on the Kansas city current Canadian gold medalist, Winnipeg native, incredible dancer, the destroyer, Desi Scott. Welcome to the show. That was quite the hype up, I must say. I was on your Wikipedia page for a while. (laughs) Well, you nailed it. You nailed it. I've been talking to Pat about uh, like journalistic integrity and whatnot. And I decided, yeah, Sam, you're going to have to start maybe like giving people a quick Google before they come on. And I don't think I'd follow journalistic integrity to go on your Wikipedia page, but we're not perfect here. Can't anyone write on Wikipedia? Isn't that the way it works? Absolutely. Hmm. But what I said was all true, right? Facts, 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 facts all around. It's because I fact checked. Uh, From what other source? Name your sources. I just confirmed with Desi herself. Oh, okay. Fair, Fair enough. On the podcast. Yep. Um, okay. So thank Desi, God. We're going to move on from that. Um, Desi, what has been on your mind lately? Like what's going on? Life is a bit crazy. You know, one, I'm turning 35 this year. Believe that 
or not, despite my baby face. So <laughs> there's more gray hairs popping up, which I'm a bit sad about. Um, so age is definitely on the brain. Um, I've got my little brother down here in Kansas City, which you guys have all been so fortunate to see day in and day out. And that's a whole new life experience for me as well. And then, yeah, just wanting to make it count on the soccer pitch, you know, help our team yeah. win some games. It's crazy. Life is crazy, but good. Yeah, I we definitely have a whole section coming up about DJ, but I did just want to say I love having him around. I was talking to Allison about it today out at the field. He just brings such joy and lightness to every situation. I was saying on a previous podcast, actually, when we were away on the trip and how he was excited about the microphone and it like turned into this like hilarious team bonding night of riddles and jokes. And I was like, that never would have happened if DJ hadn't been there. And it was such an awesome time. No, a thousand percent. I think there's definitely, you know, the pros and cons of having him around. He's, everyone's like, he's so great. And then we get home behind closed doors and it's a different story for me. But <laughs> oh, let me we'll tell talk you. about that a little later then. For yes. sure. Um, I love like, when, <laughs> this is, we don't talk about this normally, but like when we're having a serious meeting and then he's trying to do school in the background and something will happen, it will just be like, ding, 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 or he'll like start talking and it just... I always chuckle a little bit when I'm watching film. I'm like, <laughs> I get like crook neck because I'm turning so quickly to be like DJ. And I give him like those mom eyes and oh yeah, I'm like, what is that noise? Like we're having a meeting. Keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me giggle every time. Um, so Desi, K Kansas city has been like kind of a second home for you. Obviously I mentioned you're from Winnipeg, but, um, you've spent a ton of time in Kansas city and you can't seem to get away. So how is it being back here? <laughs> Yeah, I love Kansas City. The going joke is like, it's like Winnipeg with better barbecue. That's kind of how I, <laughs> what I say. But yeah, it's been where I started my professional career in 2013 when the NWSL began. Did a little stint away in England, in Utah, and now I'm back. So it's kind of come full circle. And I love being here. Just honestly does feel like home. Wait, how long did you spend in England? I don't think I knew that. I decided to leave the two years Kansas City won the championship. So I think it was me. <laughs> It's probably a good thing I left. I was like, perfect timing, Des. So I spent two seasons in England with Knott's County. In Saw Michigan. that on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Another Dang, guy. I, already, Dang, I, already, I, already, should, I should do that more often. I should start Googling yeah. people. Yeah, I already know. But wait, Desi, sorry. I had to interrupt with that joke. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? No, I was just saying I was in Nottingham. It's not Nottingham like I called it when I first <laughs> went there. It's Nottingham. Um, you don't pronounce every syllable in the word. And yeah, I was there for two seasons and it was lovely. I needed to spread my wings. I'm a homebody, love to be close to home, love my city, um, okay. hometown. But yeah, going to England was nice because it was English speaking. I went to sort of the league before it was cool to go to the league, I would say. Trend you made setting. it cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of being a homebody, a bunch of your friends from home just surprised you and came to visit. The most incredible surprise of my life. I was just talking about the fact that my friends sucked. <laughs> And then they ended up surprising me. I'm like, I don't need any tickets, guys. My friends aren't coming. No stress. And then boom, there they were, surprised me for a game. And it was the best surprise I could have could have gotten. That's they were amazing. so fun. They were so fun. Um, we got to meet them at, well, I'll tell a little story in a second, but we got to meet them after the game at the pool. Um, and they were just a good time. Like, loved being around them you know sometimes when people's friends and family come it's like a little bit awkward you're like i don't know if i should talk about this no not not these people they were dove right in 
No, these are three of my bestest friends. Two of them I grew up playing soccer with. The other one has zero sports skills whatsoever. So it's like a great blend. They got to know each other, meet each other. They drove down 12 hours from Winnipeg. And then, yeah, they literally are like, they fit right at home in any environment they come into. So always it, a good time. It was just so funny. The story I wanted to tell is that, so we have a box at the game um, where we can watch and just like, <laughs> honestly, like see see the view, like, not be bothered actually like focus on the game and so after halftime we um come back from the team meeting and there's like people in the box and we're like who are these women and like how did they get up here and so we're trying to watch the game and they keep standing up like staring down trying to like grab somebody's attention and we're like kind of like what is going on like i can't see the game these people keep standing up so finally they turn around and they're like oh we're desi's friends like we drove here from winnipeg and we're like, that's fine, but like, how did you get up here? And it's just like so funny. Uh, leave that to DJ. He's got that, you know, that name tag and all access pass and he thinks he can just oh, run yeah. with it, you know? So he runs the show up there. He really, really does. Um, and then DJ. Desi, this is our last little like intro question, but like, what would you say? What's like the biggest difference between living in Canada versus America? Man, good question. It doesn't feel hmm. too crazy. Maybe the, yeah, I don't know. People think I have an accent. Maybe that's the biggest difference. Like a little like, bit. Oh, you sound so Canadian. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Wah. Maybe it's just a little bit. <laughs> I don't hear it at all. But yeah, honestly, it's a pretty smooth transition. I can't pinpoint something. Say sorry. Sorry. That was nor. That was, that was Amer not yeah. Canadian sounding. I was gonna say normal, and then I was like, Sam. sorry. Sorry. That was more Canadian. <laughs> well, good to know. Yeah. Feel, feels like home down here, let me tell you. Yeah, amazing. Uh, okay, so we kind of wanted to talk about some real stuff um, with you. A little bit of soccer, a little bit of DJ, a little bit of everything. Um, Love so it. We, want, we wanted to start with like the season so far. Obviously, you've been with Kansas City, um, like you said, when it started, and then it moved and then it came back, but then with new ownership and last year was kind of a mess and now this year. So I guess we want to talk about just like the journey and also like how you think this season is going right now. Totally. Yeah. So love to see where the women's game is at now, especially here in Kansas city, it's taken leaps and bounds of improvements. Um, and to be sort of here in 2013, when it all began, we were playing on like high school fields, no locker room. Like it was just, I didn't mind our feel our game field, but it was just wasn't up to par of what you would want as a professional. But we, as women players, you make the best of the situations because we love the game. Um, but yeah, now to be here with our current ownership, you know, the potential of what's to come with our own training facility, our own locker room, our own stadium. Like it's it's just incredible. And I, like I say, I wish I was 10 years younger to be just starting my career and being a part of this because it is so incredible to see where the game's going not only on field but the investment that's coming into it off the field um yeah I know it's so been so amazing we, we where we train um we can see our new training facility being built every day and seems like something new is getting added on every day and now when we recorded this we have we finally have like this date set where we get to move in there and it's like a week and a half away and you can just tell everybody's getting so excited because we're going to have everything right there in one spot, gym, fields, ice tubs, training room, locker room, 
all in one location, which just, it actually feels a lot like England to me having a facility like that. And it's all ours, which is crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that something that's so cool that um, the Longs are doing and we know because we've been in the league so long and Des, you've been in league two years before us um, is that they're changing like the culture in the off season of soccer as well. There'll be a place where people can just train and feel like home. I know that they want um, Kansas city to feel like they're like a home base instead of having this, like, Oh, I go there for the season. And then I go back home because you have to figure out like, what do you, where are you going to do? Where are you going to train? And um, I think that's so cool that, the league and soccer has grown so much in my lifetime um, in my playing career to see that I can, if I wanted to potentially like call Kansas city, my home and train here and just live here full time and not like have to figure out what to do in the off season. hundred percent being one of the lone Winnipeggers, like for my Canadian team, like I'm literally training on my own and it sucks. So to be able to have that option of like, Oh, I can have a high performance facility, people to train with and not have to worry about it is incredible. Yeah, for sure. Well, we might have just answered this, but um, what are you like most excited for about this season? And I guess now you can't use the new facility as your answer. <laughs> I can. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> no, I think just the potential of the squad that we have. We're missing, obviously, you two absolute gems, which can't wait to get you back out there. I was really pumped to start the season with you two. I was like, watch out, league. We're coming. Uh, so are we. So, same. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but no, just like the potential of this, this group that we have, some of the rookies that are coming in and, and doing so well off the jump, some of the veterans who have been here before, I think just the mold of the old and new is really coming together. And with each game that goes by every week, I know maybe some of the results haven't gone our way, but there's so much potential within this crew and so much belief in, in us as a team. And I think just being able to tap into that and be involved in it and still play the game I love is, is pretty exciting. So just being able to do what we love every day. That's such a good answer. I know. I feel like with our rookies, they're so great. We're asking them to do a lot right now. And they really have like risen to the occasion. Is that the word rose to the occasion risen? You know what I'm trying to say? Probably rose. They have come to the occasion. (laughs) They have arrived. Yes, they have. (laughs) Um, and I just think like they, they're doing so well, like you said, obviously the results haven't been there so far, but it's pretty exciting to see like how close we are and, um, having to rely on people who are so young and like the learning curve has been so sharp for people that it's just kind of like figure it out. Right. Um, so we also wanted to talk about DJ and his story, um, and your decision to become his guardian. Would you mind just like talking about that? Um, you could give us a synopsis, but we would love to hear the whole thing if you don't mind. Yeah, defo. Um, defo, so, she says. Defo. <laughs> the shoulder like that. Um, no, so DJ is literally my whole heart. Um, we, my mom and I decided to become a foster family. There's a huge need for it in Winnipeg. A lot of indigenous communities and a huge need for foster families in our city. My and my mom both love kids. My mom specifically loves babies. Like we were just like, how can we help, you know, solve an issue here? And we actually thought we were going to be a temporary placement. So for people who needed just like an emergency place for kids to come through till they either got reunited with their families, their biological families or found their forever homes. Like we were kind of hoping to be that temporary place where kids could come through, feel safe um, and feel loved and just, you know, getting what they need. Um, 
we got DJ, we got a phone call. We literally did all our police checks and credit checks, credit checks. Um, <laughs> they don't check that, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> making sure we're good to humans and in it for the right reasons. Um, I have no prior records, just in case anyone wanted to know that. Um, so God. we took, took those God. boxes. <laughs> um but yeah literally like two weeks later we got a phone call and they're like we have a kid for you can you come get him and he was two days old we went to the hospital I didn't know like me and my mom were going to get manicures and like we got the phone call we zipped over to Walmart like shot bought the entire baby section like we were not prepared at all because we thought it would be a bit of a process so this was Um, 12 years ago 12 years ago okay yes wow wait I thought you Okay, continue. Sorry. I have questions. (laughs) Yes. So he was two days old. We go to the hospital. I can't even like click the car seat in the back. I'm like, how does this work? And we got this newborn baby and he just like the chubbiest little cheeks. You just, how do you not fall in love with a little baby? And like we were raising him, my mom and I, you know, feeding, doing all the newborn baby stuff, changing diapers, naps, bottles. It was just like full on. And we fell in love instantly. And He's been with us ever since, um, 12 years later. Wow. Where, where were you at in your career at this time? So you were 22, 23. I'm glad you're good at math because you were going to embarrass me there for a second. Sorry. I was like, what? But I'm pretty sure you did just tell everybody how old you were turning. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) I was a young young 20-somethinger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was still like, what was I even doing? I don't even know. Like in and out of the national team playing university soccer maybe I also have early onset self-diagnosed dementia a bit of that so I'm forgetful with a lot of things I know okay that's alarming (laughs) I'm very forgetful so like pinpointing exact things any any doctors that are out there please contact yeah (laughs) okay all right so you're in your young 20s you and your mom together are uh, open your homes to DJ. He's a baby. You yes. start taking care of him, you and your mom together. Yes. What like brought you and your mom to, to that? Just there was a need in your city and you both were like, we have love to give. So let's open our home. Yeah, essentially. And also my mom's job that she worked at for the last 35 years, like kaput was done with. She, that was done. And we were like, well, what are we going to do with our time now? So it was kind of like, we have the time on our hands. Wow. Does want to retire so early? So let's get into the foster care system. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So like you said, you thought it was going to be a temporary situation. So when did that turn from temporary to permanent? Yes. So technically how the foster care system works in Canada, like unless the children don't get reunited with their parents, they're kind of with you until they age out of the system, which is 16 um, in Manitoba. And so we were just like, well, we'll keep them with us until then but um wait, wait sorry 16 yeah so that so then what happens after 16 luckily well, it's like it's like they turn 18 here it's like they turn 18 yeah. they're on their own but i know but 16 is just i mean 18's young but like 16 is okay sorry continue the i have system, so many questions the about the system now the system yeah. is wildly broken is what we found um but Yes. So we actually had a very sad incident two years ago where DJ unfortunately was wrongfully removed from our homes. Um, And keep in mind, we've had him for the last 12 years since he was two days old. So we were like, whoa, what's going on? Like, it was like our hearts were being ripped from (laughs) our souls. And so I left, there was the challenge cup in Utah. 
Um, and I just got a phone call, like they're coming to get DJ. And I was just like, whoa, this is wild. So I was like, sorry, team, I've got to go home. And that was like, cue getting the best lawyers and how we can get him as a permanent part of our family. Because one, we're all he's known. And two, he's our whole hearts. And we can't imagine life without him. So that was kind of what sparked the adoption process was like, we need him in our lives. And a scary situation turned into a super positive one because now he's a permanent part of our family. Oh my yes. gosh. Wow. I have chills. Lynn, go ahead with your question. Yeah. So how long was he away from you guys? 44 of the longest days of our lives. Oh yeah. Was it like, tra- sorry, if this is too personal, you don't have to answer anything. All but good. Was it it's like already traumatic? Okay, yeah. Was it like traumatic for him? Yeah, it was. I mean, he was just, he didn't understand like why <laughs> he was being removed and you know, why can't you guys just do something like, and he was going to a stranger's home and he wasn't allowed to talk to us oh or, my gosh. or anything like that. So it was like, Oh, he very... wasn't allowed to talk to you. No. Oh my oh gosh. My that's gosh. terrible. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But again, a, like a terrible thing that catapulted us into the best <laughs> following year of our lives. <laughs> wow. So is, do you and your mom share guardianship? We are both, yeah, joint legal okay. guardians. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, okay. So you consider him your brother though? Your brother's son? My brother's son. I feel like a mom. <laughs> he only calls me mom when he wants something, but yeah, we're yeah. brother and sister. His running joke has been, well, I don't know how much he's joking, but I noticed when, uh, what was he saying at the pool the other day? Oh, Lynn, we, were, goes, we were at the pool and you had left to go inside and he goes, you guys are going to leave me? my mom left me and you're going to just leave me out here. (laughs) But he was just like messing with us so that we were like, wait, what? Like, are we watching? Like we, it was so funny, Desi. And he knew exactly what to say. Like he's a hilarious kid. He has so much wit. It's beyond me. It's probably because he's grown up with like smart women around him, but it's just like, it's hilarious. He knows what he's doing, what he's saying. And yeah. Oh my gosh. I know we were all like, we're like, we're going to go inside. He's like, you're going to leave me when my mom left me. So they were like, I meant, uh, so, so we were like, okay, I guess we'll just sit here and wait. He has like 50 aunties now, which is great. But yeah, kind of got plopped on you there. I, I, I already said this, but I love having him. Um, oh, I just had my next question. Oh, um, and then when, when you decided to bring him to Kansas City, he's just been doing like virtual school. And how has that been? There's a few more grays from this uh, term three or grade six. I'm like relearning grade six and it's some days good. Other it's days tough. so overwhelming. It's, it's things tough. have changed. Math has changed. Pluto's not a planet anymore. Pluto, not a planet. I learned I ran that. through the I ran through the planets that I had logged back in my memory with him the other day. And I said Pluto at the end. He goes, no, Pluto's not a planet. And I was Pluto's like. Pluto's out. I know. Okay. I know he, I feel like we have learned a little bit too, because he'll just walk around asking us questions and I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's making our brains work for sure. I love that. I occasionally send stuff in our team group chat and be like, anyone want to finish this assignment? A little trivia. And then we all answer because we're all just sitting at home bored and we're like, oh, good stimulation. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. It's been an adventure for sure. Um, has there been anything that you've learned about yourself since, um, taking DJ on and not just like the first 10 years, but also like going through that traumatic experience of like losing him? Yeah, I think one, just how important family is. I always knew that, but, um, just how much I love and care about the people in my life. Um, that's super important. And I think too, just like increased patience, children are 
wild. And I've had to take a lot of breaths and some patience and finding that life balance, I think is so key, you know, with sport in general, and then you add a kid in the mix. It's like, how do you find ways to still take care of yourself? And, and finding that balance, I think is so important. How, how do you find ways to take care of yourself? Like what's your, if you are like reaching a breaking point with like stress or soccer or whatever, like, is there anything that you have as a go-to that's like, all right, I just need to have some Desi time. Totally. I love a good, like Manny Petty, do some of the girly primp, primp nice. yourself things. Um, definitely enjoy that. I think it just allows me to like not think I'm always, my brain is just a hundred miles an hour. So <laughs> doing something that I don't have to think and honestly spending time with like friends, just catching up and having a laugh just makes my heart happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the same way. Sometimes I feel like when I'm stressed and I have like social plans. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I like couldn't possibly add social plans on top of this. But it's, I'm learning, like I think especially recently, I'm learning that being social and like hanging out and kind of like just doing whatever, doing something for fun is such a stress reliever. And I've stopped kind of labeling everything as like the same um, like requirement. Like I feel like going and hanging out with Lynn is like, that's my like, it can be like my personal time because I'm just relaxed and like hanging out and 100%. it's so different from like an obligation. Totally. Yeah. I, um, me and Sam, well, me and Sam have a lot of the same things, but we have the same sports psych. Um, and <laughs> when I first started working with her, she was like, you need to meditate and meditating is like so hard for me because like to stay present for even like two minutes, my brain will like go everywhere. And she's like, well, what are some other things like you enjoy doing? And I was like, well, I love being outside. I like being with my friends. And I've like also same, Sam, like realized that like when I am with my friends, that is like my form of meditation. Cause I can be mm -hmm. so present and just like forget all of the other nonsense or like craziness that's going on in the world. And just like be so involved with like the people around me. And, um, yeah, I hope that a lot of people don't have to go through a traumatic experience with like losing somebody like that. But I do think that like friends and just family are so important to like keep you grounded, keep you happy and, and keep your brain functioning properly. 100%. At least mine. <laughs> Desi, how, so like when this decision to bring DJ down here, how did the team factor into that decision like do you think that being part of a team has helped has it added chat like with the travel is that a challenge like how do you view the team with like and having dj here yeah so when i was deciding like i've been teetering with retirement since 2016 and i find it it's like a running joke now i'm like ah i'm gonna retire next year then here i am 10 years later but um <laughs> no so a huge factor of that was like well i need to bring dj down is the team even going to allow that? Can he travel with me? What does that look like? Because this is a first and new territory for me. And I think kind of newish in the league. There's not too many moms, which is kind of crazy. And hopefully, you know, things start to progress. That this is more of a regular thing that keeps people able to play for longer. But um, the team was so accommodating. They were like, whatever you need for like from us, let us know. So I was like, I don't even know what I need, but I'll <laughs> I'll keep you posted. And it's just kind of been like running with things as they come. And travel's been crazy but DJ like has his journal he's like I he's never toured the U.S. and now he's seeing like 20 different cities coming with me like his passport's getting all the stamps so he's loving life I think he's getting a ton of life experience this year which is great 
Um, and it's been a fun adventure. I know sometimes I seem stressed, but like having him here with me has been a joy. So it's cool to have him along for the ride. Do you think he likes it? He Is, loves he it. So I hear he's like, go buy a house. I want to live here forever. Like that's kind of his <laughs> oh, mindset. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Also, Desi, you like don't seem stressed at all. You literally are always no. happy and you, you like bring such great energy to the team. And if I understand, like you probably are stressed, but you always bring good energy. I just think that's like very incredible that you have so much to give when you already are giving so much, like in every area of your life. Oh, I appreciate that. No, I pride myself on like positive energy and vibes. I'm like, that's my MO. So I'm happy that I'm not <laughs> showing the stress because there's some <laughs> days where I'm like, whoa. But again, that's the beauty of being a part of a team, you know, you guys mm -hmm. raise me up and it's like, I actually enjoy coming to practice and seeing you guys. So that's important. <laughs> um, do you think that not only for him to be able to travel around and see different cities, but like being around a team, like, what do you think he's going to get from that? Cause I feel like that's like a unique kid experience. Wild, wildly. Like he also travels with my Canadian team as well. And I remember him just being like, oh my God, is that Christine Sinclair? Like he is like, he met the prime minister. Like it's, he's literally doing things he never would normally do. And like, <laughs> it's awesome on our days at the gym. Like he's in there being motivated by other professional mm. athletes. Like, oh, I love when he works out at the gym. Same. It's Same. the best. I literally am like, I've never seen you want to do a pull-up ever, but here he is like being motivated by the rest of the team and seeing what it's like to be motivated by each other and put in that work. And I love that he's getting to see that side of what I do every day and, and doing it with others, I think is, is pretty cool being a team player. Yeah. He's so fun. He is a good time. I, I have always said and felt like being part of a team has shaped who I am so much. And so I'm curious with DJ, like you just said, kind of getting inspired by seeing us at the gym and getting to do all these cool things, like is, is pro like probably teaching him the value of being a part of the team as well. But I think my question is like in the same way, if soccer and being part of a team has shaped you, do you think it has prepared you to have this big responsibility that I don't know if you had planned on always having DJ with you in another city, but how has soccer and being part of a team and being captain kind of like prepared you to do this? Yeah, I think it's one, recognizing the pressures of what, you know, being a high performing athlete is. I think we are so resilient in that sense. We're able to take things in stride. So I think being a part of that sort of team aspect of things has helped. I also think hopefully that, you know, him being in this environment is helping to shape who he's going to become and hopefully motivates him and inspires him. Like we're literally living our dreams and we have to put in that work. And I'm hoping, you know, he's picking up on sparks and finding his interests and knowing that through hard work and commitment to what you're doing, hopefully he's seeing it every day with us. Hopefully that trickles down to him and whatever he wants to do in life. He's more on that, you know, musical side rather than sporty, but um, okay. yeah, I mean, <sighs> being on a part of a team, like, Honestly, it's so incredible because you can lean on one another. And I know like anyone here has my back, whether it's a homework assignment or just can I take DJ out for the afternoon for some ice cream? Like just having that support system and that circle of people around me is so helpful in a new terrain that I'm experiencing. He is so fun and so, like, so sweet. So, I mean, he's 12 <laughs> and so he's like a menace, but he's so sweet. Like I... Me and Sam did an interview for Snacks Day and it was obviously like 
the sound was through the whole stadium. And he came up to me afterwards. He goes, great interview. I was like, thanks, DJ. <laughs> thanks, DJ. And then I've like seen him like hug our teammates and be like, you did great out there. And I'm like, he's thanks, fully invested. Thanks, DJ. Fully invested. Oh like he's gosh. one of the team, 100%. He's so cute. Oh, I love DJ. Well, um, little shift. I don't know, Desi, you mentioned you've been teetering with retirement. I hope that that is not close at all, but do you have any idea what you might want to do after soccer? Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to coach, um, soccer, obviously not full-time, but I love the game and I love like the early stages, like eight to 12, where they're just kind of learning and like still excited to like come to practice and not too cool. Like and still laugh at my jokes, you know? <laughs> so definitely want to coach. I also love like working with kids in schools. So I'm hoping I can find some sort of way to like be a guidance counselor, like just hanging around the school. Oh my gosh, you like, would be amazing at that. Can you imagine Des as your, di- your guidance counselor? I would have been so yeah. be? well adjusted if Desi was my guidance counselor. <laughs> like I, that's literally my dream to be a guidance counselor in a school, like come to my office, help with timetables or like relationship problems. I love, love. Oh, Let's talk wow. about it. Wow. And then- In the US or in Canada? I saw myself in Canada, to be honest. I'm a homebody, Winnipeg. Do you think you'll hang your Olympic medals up in your guidance counselor office? I don't want them to get stolen. Maybe under lock and key, perhaps. Ah, but... yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's tough. They're like gone. And you <laughs> right. have three, right? You have a gold and two bronze. That's correct, yes. Wow, Desi, congratulations. Oh, appreciate you. Yeah. Stop it. Too That's kind. just, that is just Too amazing. Kind. Okay, Lynn, should we move on to fun? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, this is our favorite part of the podcast, Desi, where we just pepper each other with random questions. Okay. Lynn, I'm going to let you take it away because I have been the question. Oh, ramble, ramble. Um, What is the hardest thing DJ has learned in school lately? Math, factors, and decimals. Ugh. I Wait, know decimals, sorry. but I don't this, know anything about a factor. This was supposed to be the fun question a section, but like, did you get to name DJ? No. Okay. No, I did not. Okay, proceed. Um, <laughs> so this one, Lynn just added this, so I just saw it, and it is a funny one. Lynn, I'll let you ask it, because it's a funny one. <laughs> okay, so you have been hurt a couple times in our games. Um, <laughs> E-ball kicked a ball at your back for the free kick. And she also trucked you in this last game. And then Elise threw a water bottle at you and you got a huge black eye. So what's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Man, I might say the water bottle thing, yeah, honestly. That was like, bad. <laughs> I've never had something hit me so hard and blow up so quickly from something that just should never have happened. <laughs> so That was so bad. You guys, Desi had a black eye for like, a week or two. I still and have like a, like a fractured bone in here. I swear. So, I I oh saw God. it so clearly. Like it, <laughs> Elise was just trying to chuck her water bottle like off to get back into the game, and you just happened to be running past at the same time. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was the one time I was going to the sideline to get info from the coach. I'm like, I'm a jog over. There's probably something important I need to hear. And then bam, just like. And the crappy Locked thing was I had to go pick up the water bottle off the field and like still keep playing with this huge <laughs> eye. Just yeah. I don't think she had any idea she hit you off. She like chucked it and then went went back into the game. 
no Oblivious. idea until after the final whistle. And I was like, Elise. And she was like, oh my God. You're like, that's the last time I get information from you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a silly. Um, Desi, what's your favorite thing about Winnipeg? That it's home. Yeah. And guys, fun fact, I need to bring this sauce for you, but have you ever heard of honey dill sauce? Nope. No. Sounds good. It's a Manitoba only made sauce for like your chicken. Fi- Literally, you can lather it and put it on anything, but it's for chicken fingers. I need y'all oh, to try it. Oh, yeah. Is it I'll, dipping sauce? It's a dipping sauce. I'll try that, Desi. Can Ooh. you bring some back? I'll bring some back. Thank it's you. It's a great addition to your snacks. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I am so glad you <laughs> mentioned that. Desiree. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. How would you describe your style? Like my clothing style? Sure. Oh, like body suits. Oh. It's, I have about 15 in my closet and they're a staple in my wardrobe. Just oh, I love that. Give me a okay. classic, a bodysuit and jean shorts, anything to go with it, but bodysuits. Good for you, Desi. You want to know why I can't wear bodysuits? I mm. am too tall. <laughs> it's tough. And they get all up in there and it is not <laughs> comfortable. I'm dead. I'm dead. I want to see you in a bodysuit. I mean, it would look like it could look okay if I could stretch it out enough. Right. I got to find like an extra long. (laughs) Extra long? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Now we have some Canadian trivia. Who? Is this for me? Well, some of it's for you. Some of it's for us. All right. I don't really know. Well, it's just, kind of, know, we're just going to riff. Do you know the answers to these questions? <laughs> I might, Some I might not. We might not, but I think it's going to be pretty funny if we don't. So what's the capital of America? Of America? Um, Washington? Yeah. Washington, D.C. D.C. I hope the producers can confirm these facts with maybe a little bit of a ding. What's the capital of Canada? Oh my god! Why am I drawing a blank? Can you guys answer that? Or I well, I looked it up. Um, Does it start with an O? I forget. Oh, it's on the East Coast. Uh, Ontario. uh, Close. Ottawa. Oh gosh, I've been there before. Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay, okay, Lynn, you can. I want to ask this one because I think it's funny. Okay, you can do them all if you'd like. Okay. Um, Desi, or Orlin, when was the Declaration of Independence? 1776. Yeah, good job, Lynn. Wow. What date? August 3rd. No. 4th of July. Oh. oh, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> My American knowledge of facts and presidents is slim well you must just learn canadian government stuff we don't learn much about down our neighbors to the south no i don't blame you um lynn did you know 1776 because of hamilton no i just think i know that i know i I just think i know it too they must have just really drilled that one in (laughs) (laughs) they they were like if these kids know anything they're gonna know the year 1776 isn't okay. There like, isn't there like a little like on seventeen seventy six, like a little riddle or something? Obviously, I don't know it. Is it? 
I was just going to sing the Christopher Columbus song. <laughs> I think we should just... I don't think that's the same thing. Okay, where's Ra- where's Ra- 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 Where is Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Mount Rushmore, yes. That is in the beautiful state of... Uh-huh. Wyoming. <laughs> is no? that correct? I don't know. I think I was, that's right. I, I think that's right. I was going to say South right? Dakota. Oh, that's it. Where the Black Hills are. Do I we know that? Right. What nobody knows. Seems black like hills? nobody knows. <laughs> what are the Black Hills? I drove through them on my drive down. That's all I know. Okay. There well, is. and does anybody know where Mount Rushmore is? Uh, they did not drill that one home. They drilled home 1776, but they did not drill home. Can you guys name who's on Mount Rushmore? No chance. Let's guess. George. Oh, it's in South South Dakota. Dakota. I thought it was Wyoming for sure. I I felt confident. I must have just known because I looked up the question. Okay. Can we say, can we say George Washington, Thomas Jefferson? We can say that. Abraham Lincoln and... Can you think of anybody else in that era? What did you already say? George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln. Adams. Rosa John Bob. Adams. And John what? Adams. All right, hopefully we're going to get a confirmation on that in a minute. Desi, I guess this is just a silly, not even trivia. Let's skip that one. That's stupid. What currency is used in Canada? Lynn, do you know? Why did you come at me so hard like that, first of all? Because Desi's obviously going to know. Nah. Um, I have no, is, is it a dollar? Just the Canadian dollar? Canadian dollar. C-A-D. CAD. CAD. Yeah. Well, CAD. That was easy. CAD for short. I'm smart. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's uh, it for Canada trivia. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now you know we have to bring back the fan questions. Don't forget if you want to send us a question, tweet us with the hashtag Ask Snacks. From Donut Friday, Fr- is that what that says? Yes. Friday, but there's a four instead of an A. So hashtag Ask Snacks. If you could switch lives with any teammate for a day, who would you choose? Wow, great question. Huh. <laughs> Who would I want to swap with, you know? I don't know. You tell me. It's I, a would great... want to sw- I would want to swap with somebody very chill so that I could just, like, r- understand <laughs> what it's like to be relaxed. <laughs> Are you stressed, Sam? Got a, got a busy, busy I'm an brain? An- I'm an anxious girl, yes. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a buzzing brain i call it i got you oh a buzz hmm. brain yeah um i'm trying to think i would like to switch sam honestly i might want to switch with you so i can understand how your brain works a little more i that would be really beneficial for us i think for yeah. this partnership and this podcast yeah. except except today me and Sam have been wearing oh the same, God. the same Nike running shoes that we, first of all, I don't know. We didn't even nope. get them. Like, like they together. weren't sent to us. No. They, we didn't get them together. We, we have the same shoes. We've been wearing them for the past two, three months. And then all of a sudden today, we didn't talk about this. I show up in new shoes and I look down and Sam is wearing new white shoes as well. No way. 
These ones weren't the same, but we switched sneakers on the same day without discussing it. That we have been wearing the same ones for months. That's kind of wild, guys. It was crazy. It's like we have one brain. We are one. It's linked. I yeah. would, Lynn, like your lightning pace speed. I would like to know what that feels oh. like on a soccer field. Okay. You know, just to be That's, able to kick yeah. a ball and just beat anybody you know. Like, what? Okay. Yeah. Do any of our, like, speedy players, like Elise as Ooh. well, lightning speed, Victoria. How does that feel to dribble and just beat someone with pure pace? I don't got that in my locker. I would like to know what that feels like. Oh, that would be one. fun. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Now that I'm thinking soccer-wise, I want to be a goalkeeper. Oh, I do not. I hard. do not. Can a hard pass that? As okay. well. Yeah. There'd be a lot of balls in the back of the net if I were in there. <laughs> not me. <laughs> yes, you, after looking at that technique. Look yes, that. absolutely. <laughs> Whoa! No training required. Quick timeout. We have our Mount Rushmore. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt. I said Roosevelt. You did? I did. Check the audio. No John Adams up in here, Lynn. There's no John Adams. So there's only four people on there? Yes. Apparently I need to tour the country a little bit more. We never see a lot of places. We just see the soccer fields and the hotels. I know. that's That's true. That is true. Speaking of touring the country, Shannon at Noble Lady 09 asks Snacks, where is your favorite place you've traveled to for soccer and the best thing you ate while there? She also Ooh. loved the Sophia Smith episode and is a soft clothes girl. Aren't we all? Favorite place? Let's go. Go, go, go. Um, Rome, Italy. Oh, cool. We, we got to spend three, our coach was Italian and we got to spend a three month like training camp literally in Rome and the wow. food speaks for itself. That's amazing. It was incredible. Wow. Um, Lynn, do you remember the sushi we had in Japan? Yes. That was lit. That was amazing. Oh my gosh, Sam, the mangoes. Oh, the mangoes. In Japan? Yes. Yes. Really? Oh my God, Desi, I'm so sorry that you did not experience that. I didn't get the mango on the mango train. Oh my gosh, the mangoes. I would steal all those mangoes. We like, when we were in Miyazaki at our training camp before we went into like the Olympics um, cities, we like had this ceremony performed and we had this like Japanese like barbecue where they had like mangoes and wagyu and like sushi that they were making like right in front of us and it was like so incredible and so delicious and they like gifted us these mangoes that were like beautifully ripe and perfect and our kitchen chef would prepare them for us every day and we were just all funneling the mango it was so so good so spoiled so amazing with the mangoes yeah it was delicious it yeah. was. It was we very were delicious. Spoiled with good mangoes. <laughs> um, anywhere else, Lynn, that we've traveled to and eaten? Um, when we were in France, the I mean, you can't go wrong with like croissants and the yeah. bread situation there. Um, mm-hmm. And now I have a funny story to tell that <laughs> when we were in France before the Olympics, after the World Cup, not to be confused with that. Um, Midge was there and she wanted a croissant. So she goes up there and the woman she's talking to, the woman she's talking to doesn't speak English very well. And so Midge goes, 
can I have a croissant? And the lady's like, uh, she goes, goes, a croissant. And the lady's like, uh, like, I don't understand. And so she just looks at me and she's like, Lynn, help me. Like, I want a croissant. And I go, a croissant? And she goes, ah, a croissant. (laughs) I was like, you're welcome. Lynn speaks French now. Fluent. Um, that was a good story, Lynn. I was also, Lynn, where, did you ever go to Lisbon? No. Oh, we went, I went to Lisbon a couple times and I had very delicious food there. I had really good food at this like kind of Indian place and it was so good. It was like a curry. And I actually hear that Portugal is, has good food, Indian food. Yeah. Don't really know how to, uh, better explain that one. Um, I, I am a little biased and I'm sure people are tired of hearing me talk about Australia, but like their food quality is also amazing. Um, and every time I go, like, I have a great experience. Yes. Yes. So there's that. I'm Desiree Scott, and this is the Snacks Podcast for Just Women's Sports. Our show is produced by Just Women's Sports. Producers Lauren Day, Kat Maniatakis, and tech producer Parker Fenton. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis. You've been listening to Snacks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>